All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Buddy, I'm fucking selling air fryers. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break the fishing news up your M check, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the real life podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yeah. Near yep. yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get oh. today. Episode 244 of the Real Life Podcast. Hello, I'm Tyler Rebchuk. Wanye, Bag Milk, Jay Chalmers. Everyone is here. We got a full cast, and damn right we do, because Oilers training camp is underway. We're going to have hockey to talk about. We're going to dig into all of that throughout the podcast. Uh, I think next week we might do a little predictions episode, maybe talk a little betting, a little fantasy, all that other stuff. Um, we also have a listener profile to get to in just a second. But uh, before we get to that, should tell you that, as always, this podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Oodle Noodle. 14 locations in the Edmonton area. Number 15 is coming soon. And uh, if you're like my friend Bag Milk, here's what you need to do. Order Oodle Noodle. Get the Oodle Noodle. Eat some of it. The leftovers, put them in the air fryer. See, I haven't done this yet. I'm very, very much looking forward to doing it because now I'm living the air fry lifestyle and everything's going in there. You need to write an air fry cookbook. Funny you say that because I've actually got a note in my phone that I'm working on as I learn how to cook shit. I'm updating it alphabetically based on how I'm cooking it. There you go. That's smart. I usually just go off feel. You know, some would call me more of like a natural air frying talent where I can just throw something in and, you know, come <laughs> check on it in five minutes and it'll always come out perfectly. Isn't an air fryer just an oven? Yeah, but it's way fucking better. Why? Faster. It's like, way faster. I made perfect wings the other day in 25 minutes. Are they crispy? They oh, were crispy. They were delicious. Than, they were beautiful. 
they're way crispier than oven wings. Like oven wings you'd make at home, it's way better in the air fryer. Wow. I actually no, use uh, my I use my exact same recipe that I do for oven baked wings in the air fryer, and they were legitimately. I would say a solid twenty three percent better. The okay. only way to make wings, cooking wings, can we all just agree cooking wings in the oven is the absolute worst? It is. Yeah, and, then, and then to double down on it, the only way to do it, um, uh, a friend of mine's, uh, well, she is my friend, I'm going to say a friend of mine's wife, but my, my friend, uh, she uh, figured out the hack to do it in the oven. And what you do is you cook them for like two hours. Like you just, you overcook them so they get crispy. It's It's weird, but it works. So if you have to well, do it like, in the oven, it's like cooking them on a smoker, you cook them at lower temperature for longer. Yeah, yeah. Like mine go. take my oven wings take about an hour and twenty minutes probably, but in the air fryer, like I said, twenty five minutes and they're better. Yeah. Can I can I ask a question about the air fryer? What yes, is the mean. size of an air fryer? Like, could you cook a whole chicken in there? Is it big you could, enough for? So mine is mine has a six liter tank, so you could definitely cook a small chicken in there. I think it's meant more for like appetizers and whatnot, though, like a standard air fryer. You know, you're putting in don't, wings. Don't, don't limit my potential, you rep chuck. There funny. is all kinds of things that are going to go in there. How do you dare you mock the air fryer? I got to get one. I'm ready to be a grown up. I'll get one. Oh, I've been an OG air fryer guy. Like, I've been using one for, I want to say, four years now. Like, it's been a very consistent part of my life. Um, all right. Before we get into some hockey talk and all that other stuff, um, we got a listener profile to get to today because we didn't get to one last week uh, on my list. We did an Instagram one. Chandler Dixon was our last one. So now we're going to our Twitter DMs. William James 87 is his Twitter <laughs> handle. He's a good guy. Shirelli's his avatar, right? Yeah, Shirelli's his nah. avatar. Um, Respect that he didn't take that down when Chia left. Yeah. He said William James 87? William James 87. So all the real life fans, go give him a follow. Uh, he's a junior high high school teacher. Which is a fun no fact. I, I come from a family of teachers, so I respect that profession. And plumbers. Yeah, teachers on one side, plumbers on the other. And air fryers. And air fryers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, interesting fun fact. He's run the, sa- the stairs the same time as Craig McTavish in the River Valley several times randomly. The last time mm-hmm. he saw him, he nodded his head at me. Fairly certain wow. we're friends now. So, I mean, we're getting cool connections in these fun facts. And the fact that William James 87 is friends with Mac T, that, that's a big one. <laughs> Uh, he's, huge, huge. He started listening since the beginning of the Real Life podcast, but he only wow. may became a diehard listener after the format switch from Gregor and Struddy to, and I quote, you hooligans. Ha! Hey, Gregor. You bastard. What, hour five of the Jason Gregor show wasn't translating well? <laughs> hey, to be fair, they didn't know they had the chemistry that they had until they were co-hosting the podcast. Oh, yeah. that's true, 100%. They used this as a springboard. That's right. I said to him, we should do this, you, me, Struddy, and Chalmers. And they went, Chalmers, we don't know who that is. <laughs> and now who's here, Chalmers? You are. Exactly. Pretty soon all of betrayed their show. His, exactly. fav- His favorite podcast moment? Chumgate. He says Chalmers did, in fact, cheat. So I'm wow! Glad Billy James, my boy! Suddenly, he's off the Christmas card list at the Chalmers house. Yeah. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Uh, runner-up moment, tell us about the 170th Street Husky bathroom story. But I believe we said we are not oh. saying that, right? Why, we're never going to say it ever? We are, that, that is not good. Like, should have done that over the holiday. Go back. we got to tell that story. We should have done it, well, uh, yeah, on our, on our, like, Christmas episode where we were having a couple beverages. 
I'm actually oh. driving by. I'm you driving cannot by give that to people during the holidays. It's too gross. <laughs> you got to pick a date like May 18th. It has nothing to do with anything. Uh, you know, I promise. Like I keep bringing it along, but we got to tell it. It's got to be in the off season. I think it's got to be in person too. Yeah, it's better. It's good because there's a lot of color. Like because Tomer's got some input on it. Yeah, and we have to hammer drinks for the first like ninety minutes of the special, and then you close with it. The thing is, is is, is the story actually could be its own episode because the thing about that story is you have to provide the proper backstory so people can visualize the settings of both <laughs> the husky itself and also the place he was at before he went to the husky. Because we could both- we could invest in getting like those renderings they do of like low budget crime reconstruction mm-hmm. and we could get them to render us the whole room that's what I'll, I want to see I'll, I'll just hand draw it uh, uh, for phase one of the story when, it, when it's ready to go to the big screen we'll, you're going to uh, hand bomb it and then we'll post it on social like this is the image for the story it would be nice to show a top view plan drawing. You need to know the layout of the, the bathroom for the and, and, and the house and the house. Yeah, he was at before because yeah. there's reasons why it had the husky actually if, came into play. If you watch so, a documentary on World War II and you don't have the maps with the arrows, it's very difficult to follow yeah. where Poland <laughs> lies. So what we would do is I will hand draw both scenarios for people and we'll just post it up mm-hmm. get everyone a couple days to digest we could also go take photos of the one place the one well yeah the, the, well the husky like the, that that side of the husky is no longer right it's it's right chalmers like yeah that's the gas station yeah this, the gas station is operated out of that anymore it operates out of the convenience store side so Thank it's you. so for people to go and even go and see it themselves the what anymore. the fuck is up with your camera did you put your phone inside a what is that you're jay inside? i think it's in jay's pocket is it jay I think, yeah it is yeah i'm gonna get an aneurysm looking at that um, i can kind of see through your pockets i can see the blue blue sky oh wow oh yeah. wow it's cool oh wow I, I, i'm back working at home so all i'm right. going back i'm back to going to off season mode where i walk and talk well so yeah, yeah i also well, I podcast i'll get this back was to a the... story about nothing that became a story about even less of nothing yeah um, now we're talking about being inside Jay's pocket and 18 people are listening. I do appreciate, well, Jay, that when we do a podcast where it's audio only and uh, prime audio quality is very important to me as the producer, mm-hmm. you decide now is a good time to go walk outside. I appreciate that. No, but, but I sound good, don't I? I sound just the same. That's why I got the AirPods. It's not bad, yeah. A little hopping and popping, yeah. All right, yeah, back, yeah, to, no, yeah. back to William J. 87. and uh, Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Peter William. Trelli. You should wear this as an honor of badge that your listener profile was able to get us this far One off more the time. rails. What was that? Maybe he's a badge. Even, he's not even good looking, Torelli, in his avatar. He's like Torelli with a stash and mm-hmm. the track jacket open like a dad at White Mud West Trials. But, but I'm, I'm sorry. I think Bagfell picked up picked up onto a, a honor of badge, your Yeah, I love where, an honor where of badge. does a badge of honor? What did I say? There you go. Did I say honor Sorry. of badge? Yeah, I sure did. Sour uh, beans? <laughs> sour beans? Sour beans. Wanye, did you know that Chalmers does not know how to say sardines? Sardines? What do you say? Sardines. No, you said sour bees. It it still sounds rough, but he's come a long way since last week. Yes, Jay's pocket, I agree. (laughs) You know, you think you know a guy to the point that you think you could render 
a since renovated gas station together from memory. Then you find out he can't say a word like sardine. Anyways, back to our listener profile. <laughs> Uh, longest big, listener profile ever yeah it's taken us over 10 minutes uh favorite Ooh. oilers moment he was at rexall for game six in 06 electric oh, the best game of all time yeah one of them for sure uh his favorite sports moment i like this one he was at the gold medal game in vancouver in 2010 some guy offered Whoa. some guy offered him two grand for his ticket on the flight out there he turned him down oh. never regretted it calls it the most patriotic moment of his life he heard wow. Sidney Crosby yell Iggy before he passed him the puck. Wow. That's cool. Oh, that's so cool. Question for the cool. group. Who would have taken the money? I would have. I Never. would have. Nope. Two grand? I'm in. No, not two. I, uh, I would yeah, have to be way more, and yeah. then I would try to see if I could weasel a shittier ticket for less of Frank. Yeah. Um, and your insight, I'd like to have a word with you off call about what Oiler game, other than the cup win, which none of us witnessed because it was too long ago, what do you think is better than 06? finals game uh, six no like you're I, in, preemptively you're wrong well I, I was at the game as well eight-year-old tyler was there you were oh yeah my dad took me oh my god we like actually dad the stats clock is wrong on the scoreboard right? <laughs> <laughs> no I, re- I remember it being very loud i remember when they won all the streamers did you have a good out. time oh yeah i remember it being a great yeah. time good um, for you being there that's a moment in yep. history um, the only reason I said one of is because I was including the cup wins. But if you, yeah, if you're going in like the last whatever time that we've all been kind of kicking, it's yeah, definitely the best game. Uh, I'm sure going to a Mozart Mozart concert would have been great too. That was what would be time. what would be number two in the last fifteen years. I was uh, so my favorite game I think for me that I was at was the when Smitty got his teeth knocked out. He came back and assisted Horkov's OT goal. That was a fucking banger to be at. Because not only was it great to be on that playoff run just in general, Rexall Place ran out of beer, yeah. and that was one of the loudest boos I've ever heard in that building ever than when they made that announcement. Um, Joe Tate said, never again. Other games that would be included there, I think game six that year against Detroit. So yeah. that, that That's an unreal one. Um, I think Every you were Jay Harday, overtime winner. And game six, Edmonton Anaheim. Every single game in the cup run is in the top 10. And then modern, modern day would in Anaheim, the win we witnessed, Jay. That was the best. I went to, was game six the one, Tyler, that you were talking about where Leon Dreisaitl scored a hat trick? Yeah. Yeah, I was at that game too. I got for, I got influencer tickets that day and I was oh, yeah. sitting right behind the oil. Unbelievable. It was fucking awesome. Did it measure your heart rate went to two trillion or something? Yeah, so that was basically the shtick is that I had to wear this heart rate monitor and then blow pictures on social media. Yeah, and during... That during the game it was amazing how high my heart rate climbed <laughs> oh I, I i i sometimes like feel like i'm gonna faint because i'm just like going so hard and i'll be jumping up and down and screaming <laughs> and out of breath like i would love to have myself hooked up to the biometrics <laughs> if you actually fainted in a hockey game oh, so I, amped felt, up, I, I think that they should give you a special pin like in playoff mode, it's just like all bets are off. You know, like oh, yeah. all responsibilities in your life are, are nothing just, matters. All suspended. Nothing matters, and I just I, I literally jump and yell so fucking hard and loud. Like yeah. Rick, like Rick, oh, yeah. the guy by the end of the game in the playoff mode, he needs to be like transported on air one or an ambulance somewhere. He needs Rick, oxygen. He needs Rick, a monkey blood transfusion. Rick is like that on a Tuesday game against Minnesota. Yeah, but playoffs, man. Like, he wears a different pair of shoes every period. <laughs> yeah, all Oilers shoes. All, all uh, black market Oilers shoes. 
He challenges every <laughs> opposition's fan with an eyesight to fight. Yeah, going to uh, going to Calgary with Rick, and that's again, yeah. that's just on a normal circumstance in the budget. That's part of the experience of the nation vacation. Yeah, the Rick experience. I, that's one of the things I'm excited for about hockey coming back is getting passionate Rick on Oilers Nation Radio. Uh, I got to finish up this listener profile because it is oh, brought to you by yeah, it is brought to you by Oodle Noodle. And most of the people who've done a listener profile have been living outside of the Edmonton area and too far away from one of the 14 locations, so they haven't given us an order. But William J87, he has his favorite Oodle Noodle order: hot noodle box, double the chicken. Bang. Interesting, nice, respect. Did he hit yeah, the score? Go. Their score? Uh, no, he didn't give us a number. Because mm-hmm. Well, I'll give go. him one. Three. How does that sound? There's a, listen, there's a listener profile brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Um, I also want to give a shout out to another company right now. I, uh, you know, I had to buy a few gifts over the holiday season, and I put a lot of care into buying gifts. But the one I was most excited to give is I gave my sister, who I got in my family Secret Santa gift exchange, I got her some subscription to uh, the Yegg Coffee Club. Was my gift Woo, to her. Your M-tuck here. Good man. And she was fired up when she opened it. Because at first she was like, is it just the card? Like, is that all I got for Christmas? Because I just got her a Christmas card. And then inside I said, hey, I got you a subscription to this. It's coming in the next few months. So she was fired up for it. She said she was thinking about getting a subscription beforehand. but hadn't got, Yeah, she was like, but I hadn't gotten Woo. around to it. So this is great. And I also want to thank uh, Wanya and everyone at the Egg Coffee Club who uh, dealt with my difficulty being a customer. I'm a very difficult customer to deal with. I ordered it too early. And uh, you guys figured it out beautifully for me. So shout out to the Yegg Coffee Club. If you got a coffee lover in your life, support local as well. It, it is great. Uh, what's the website? Is it just yeggcoffeeclub.ca? Dot com. Dot com? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. There you go. Check it yeah. out. Thanks, buddy. You're a good man. <laughs> oh, geez, I'm choking on my coffee. Someone talk. Oh, my God. We do not sell poison coffee that your M-Truck <laughs> is currently choking on. All of our coffee is non-poison, non-chokeified. Local right. <laughs> non-poisonous coffee. Yes. Uh, shit. Okay, I'm back. Whew. Jeez, I went down the wrong hole. That wrong was what he said. <laughs> that was the YYC uh, coffee club he was drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Oilers point. are on the ice. Training camp opened up. Uh, as per Jason, Ooh, baby. As per Jason Greger, Connor McDavid looks even faster. Hmm? I was on the phone with Jason Greger today, and he's like, I know I keep saying this, but he looks faster. It might not be his speed, but his hands. He's like, done a full year of training now, and now he's trained the way he wants to train. What are we even talking about? Uh, yeah, that could be good. Maybe the people, maybe the people that are on the ice right now with him who aren't going to be on the team are just much slower. Get out of here, Chalmers. Pessimistic Dude. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, Chalmers took a bunch of bullshit for not knowing who uh, Dubois was after last week's episode. I was oh, watching he? that on oh. Twitter, yeah. Yeah, that was Man. good to see. Um, although I was kind of wrong on that episode because I said it was all a smoke screen, but it turns out his trade request is 100% legit and he actually does one out of Columbus. So um, oh. I gloated pretty hard about that. Um, but for the record, it was sort of a part of the cold open on uh, last week's episode. But Jay did say he would trade Ryan Nugent Hopkins for him. That was the old- yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would be I would, that's you know, I've spent player. a lot of time in a lot of pockets, but never the pockets of a fucking traitor. I want to keep Nuge <laughs> forever. Well, do you or don't you? You traded him for some idiot. No, I, I, said it, I said it's the only, that's one of the only players I'd ever be open to doing a trade. The only person I would well, trade that. the Nuge for is a younger Nuge, if that were somehow possible. Other than that, no much. My, here's my concern about the Nuge. Wow. I love the Nuge. No, no. 
my concern is legitimate. It's not about the person or the player. Both are fantastic. It's just, you're just going to play on a line with McDavid potentially for the year, and he's just going to go lights out. That's probably going to get leveraged against us for the money he wants to do. The dude is a gentleman. He won't hold our. Uh, I hope cold. not. I hope not. No, but he's, no, got, no. he's got a machine around him. He's got no, a machine no, around no. him. He's already very rich. He's got racehorses stacked in the sky. As long as he gets a fair deal, he'll take a haircut to stay with Connor. I, 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 in my heart of hearts, I believe that's the type of guy Nuge is. He is. He will. Because he'll probably play till he's 37 because he's so durable. I would argue durable, but he's, he thinks the game at, at, at such a high level that he could play. Uh, well, you're calling, you're, you're looking for trade options for a non durable Nuge that you know, sir. I do not know you in 2021. <laughs> Unfortunately, hockey is a business. It is not a business, and that's why we should sign Ryan Smith present day to a 10-year contract. (laughs) This whole conversation is very upsetting to me. Oh, yeah. I don't don't, don't want to give it, like, too much light, because, like, I'm all about keeping it forever. Trust me. Till 37. Uh, So one of the things to come out of Oilers training camp, and here's where I'll start with this. The helmet ads were a big story, and I thought it was ridiculous that it was a big story because people have no problems with, you know, the Adidas logo being on jerseys, Bauer logos being on helmets, the rinks having ads along the boards, the rinks having ads on the ice. The You watch a TV broadcast, you're hit with nothing but ads for three hours with some hockey sprinkled in, but then a little logo is going to go on the helmet and people lost their shit. Um, that you won't even see, by the way. Yeah, like it's impossible to see, and the reason I know that is because when the Oilers posted their first round of photos from training camp, I didn't even notice that the Rodgers ad was there. It wasn't until Gene Principe posted a photo of a close-up helmet being like, oh, look, Rodgers ad's on the helmet. Other than that, Where I agree. Is it? It's just it's on right, the sides like, of the right helmet. Right on the side. Where the Oilers logo used to be. It's now just a Rodgers logo. And There's I mean, no like, more Oilers logo on their helmet? No, it's Rodgers. Say the French, sort of. I just, I think, I found the overreaction by some yeah. people funny. Like, who well, what if I told you everyone's overreacting all the time to everything forever? Well, that's true. <laughs> Here's the Maybe funny thing. Because like, we, we come from a league that hasn't had this, so now we're enforcing a change, so we're all going to go and be crazy about it. And, and but there's two instances in my sporting fandom life outside of hockey, the AFL, your fucking audio right now is so mad. Your so bad. Just grew in <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, sorry. Is it better now? Yeah. But what were you doing? I don't know. I just, I was walking and okay. now I'm going to turn back and walk mm-hmm. in a different direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I two like, what it is. Like, anyways. like a guy in a business Zoom meeting who just can't figure out the mute and can't figure out the Zoom video after like a month of doing it online. And it's just, it's, it's actually kind of getting funny to that at this point. If it wasn't so frustrating, it would be funny. I don't know. Wow. I'm the guy in the Zoom meeting who's trying to take his laptop with him for a walk. <laughs> yeah. No, you're the guy from five years ago who had a headpiece on and wasn't even driving. He was walking around the mall. That's who you are, sir. Oh, this is my Bluetooth Motorola Razor. Uh, just a sec. I'm getting a call from the office. Just a sec. Just a sec. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I love the voice hey, so, you do hey, for that. Anyway, there is two. There's two sporting events that I, I have. I have. I can't like. It's it's, it's a polar opposite. I'm, I'm I'm one of the ones that looks at each other. Like, no, you can't do it. But then I'm the guy who, in an AFL game, in a league of hockey game, went to go buy a jersey and a jacket, and they have the price for the just the team, 
for like say 80 bucks, you can get the jersey or 80 bucks. You can get this coat for the AFL team, or you can get the one with the ads for $30 more because that's the same ads that are on the jerseys that the players are wearing. Well, I fucking clearly just being, you know, Joe, Joe average fan. I bought the one with the ads on it. Cause I'm like, that's the one the players wear. That's the cool one. So, we can get to a point where we will be very accepting of these ads. I know right now up front, it's a very weird and strange thing because it is new to our game, but it's not going to make a difference. And it's only going to help the league. I have a bunch we, of buddies that are English and super into the EPL. Yeah. And they actually look at ads on jerseys, almost kind of like a timeline of when you became yeah. a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if you have a Man U jersey with ad X, Y, or Z on it, you can have an idea of how long that person's kind of been in, in the mix with them. Jay, we should get Oodle Noodle patches made, and then it'd be like the ad we wish we could afford on the Oilers jerseys, and then we'll start a thing of like, you're a real fan, you'll sew your own patch on. Oh, <laughs> businessman. Yeah. It's going to be the new world. Sew your own patch. Sew your own patch. I like that. This is not really the anything you're actually you'll be enthralled. The Nation Network jacket where you can sew your patches on, that's yeah. gangster. It's kind of like sewing on your own honor of badge. Honor of badge? Sorry, badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> honor of badge. I just still can't believe, Jay, that you don't think the new is durable. With heart like his? I think no, that, he gets I think that moving, he gets I think that moving to the wing. I think that moving to the wing is going to help him tremendously. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you get him off the center. That's, it, it, he's more designed for that. The last five years of his career, he'll be a penalty-killing expert. Oh, I can see it already. He'll have eight mustache hairs. Yeah, it'll be great when he retires as an oil, a lifelong oiler, and he still looks the exact same as the day he's Still the youngest him. player in the league. Even though yeah. he's Speaking of mustache hairs, I got to just interrupt everything and say, did anybody see the clip from... Trevor Lawrence is a college football player, oh. and he was being interviewed after his bowl game. After they lost. After they lost, and he has, like, a really bad mustache because he's 18 years old, and it's bad. And the lady that had just asked him the question didn't mute herself, and she said while he was asking the question, oh, poor Trevor's got to shave that mustache. And she's <laughs> like, he, like, stops. He's like, excuse me? And then, and then the, like, the moderator comes in and is like, could you please mute your microphone, please? And she's like, and you can tell she's just like, oh my god, what did I just do? And he starts laughing. He's a good sport about it. But it, when you said mustache hairs, I just couldn't help but think about that. It was fucking hilarious. It was really funny. I wonder if we're going to yeah. get any good moments like that throughout the NHL season. Um, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Well, Can I just tell you how? He does he does all these things, but he never does anything so bad that it's, like, super funny. He just does that, like, the average bad audio thing. So, like, if you're going to do something to screw with us, then do something really funny. <laughs> yeah. I just got to say, I'm so excited. Well, like, I'm just looking at Gregor's Twitter feed right now. Just uh, everybody's videos from training camp make me so happy. Even the yeah. fact that I'm watching this video from friend of everybody, Reed Wilkins, that shows Jesse Pugliarvi back at Edmonton for the first time in ye- uh, over a year. And he still has a bucket that doesn't look like it fits his head. I love it. We've had that much time to figure out the helmet situation, and we still can't get it right. Damn. I love it. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I'm excited. I, I got word today that it sounds like I'm going to get a pass to go watch games in Rogers' place. So on a Ooh, personal note. Fancy boy. It is an honor watching you become a legitimate media person, and I can't wait for the day where you come to us and say, I wouldn't be on your podcast for all the tea in China, you fucking losers I've arrived. So, 
So yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of ties into something I was thinking about earlier today. And um, what I saw Jason Greger post. I remember calling games in the ACAC at Nate, where they are having their training camp today. Yeah. And it made me think, holy shit, like that guy went from, you know, like calling games at Nate, you know, and he progressed and not really many people outside of your business. Cause I know I don't, and I'm, and I kind of see my wife go through it and, but it's different in every, you know, category of your business. And I was thinking your M Chuck, like if your, if your goal, is your goal to be like a Jason Greger, like to have a radio show? He is Jason Greger. I would I like mean, Jason Greger's time slot. Yes. You are already Jason Greger of your own generation where you're right. doing okay. stuff on the so, internet. So we can just start recording the pod at uh, 2 p.m. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. So it's, inter- go two so to it's six. interesting to me. It's interesting to me to think about what you have to do. And, mm-hmm. and it, like, there's a whole bunch of little jobs. And I think people would be like really interested in knowing because there's no direct path to that. There's, you, you basically have to take any job in sports locally that you can get calling. A lot of times not even locally. Yeah. So, so like what, like, like what, I don't know, what's, what's like the come up for you? Like how, how does it, this could be a long answer. I don't even mm-hmm. know. But like, to be we right, found you your M-Chuck to... talking into a hairbrush by the side of the road <laughs> doing play by play for an imaginary yeah. basketball team. Only he could see. And we said, this kid got what it takes. See? And that was it. Um, yeah, no, like, uh, and I like what Bagnook said about, uh, like all over the place too. Cause up until the pandemic, I wrote newsletters for an English betting company, like in England. <laughs> um, and I was doing that for them, but, uh, no, like, I mean, I remember when I was in Nate, I started my own website just to like blog and babble about shit. And I, me and my buddy Liam reached out to the short park crusaders to be like, Hey, can we come cover your games? And we, we just wanted to go get in and get access and cover games and do all that stuff. And they responded, they're like, yeah, and we'll pay you. And I remember, like, when I was 18, I was like, holy shit, I'm going to get paid to watch hockey. And, like, I mean, it's junior A. I love I loved the AJHL, and I, and I do the AJHL show and all that now. But, like, yeah, you basically just got to, like, go wherever you can to, like, call games. I called Ooks games for a year and a half as well. I, I'm still working and doing uh, University of Alberta Golden Bears games. If their season ever gets going again, then, yeah, man, you just call games. I One of my favorite things to do is uh, do play-by-play for the Brick Tournament. With all the 12-year-olds or whatever they are. Like, I love yeah, working cool. that tournament, man. And I don't know. It's just, yeah, you do. If anywhere's going to let you talk, especially for me being, like, you know, 23 years old and still trying to, like, carve out a name for myself, if anywhere's going to let me talk and pay me to do it, I'm probably going to say yes. Yeah, I find it interesting because it's not like you get you start working in the back of a, of a of a company and then you move yourself to sales. And the next thing you know, you're kind of a, a manager and then mm-hmm. a general manager. Those are, like, very linear positions, you know? They... There's always stepping stones, but with you guys, it's like in your industry, there's no real, there's no real like checkpoint. Like you have checkpoints you have to hit, sorry, but there's no real like structure that you have. You just, you have to do a bunch of different things. And I think it's, I think it's cool. I like it. Stressful. Yeah. But it, yeah, you're right. It's cool. I mean, it's stressful. You know, working a lot of different jobs and all that, but I mean, I wouldn't, I get to talk about hockey. So like, I never fucking complain about anything, obviously. You just have to remember your M section in a few years from now, when younger kids are looking up to you and you see a kid that reminds you of you in the grand tradition of media type, destroy that kid mm-hmm. for fear that he will take over on one day <laughs> yep. and yeah, make I sure always, you ruin always, his life. Do not support I always him, notice when, stab when, him in the back you, and get him fired for something he didn't do. Yeah. When people ask them how, how they got to where they are, they just say, or how did you get into this business? They just say, don't, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> grind. Don't, don't. don't. Ah. They discourage him from middle. Everybody though, that you'll find will tell you that, 
established in a career, if you say, should I get into it? They'll say no. Yeah. I find that everybody. Ask a lawyer. Should I become a lawyer? They're like, fuck no. Yeah, my son said he wants to build houses, and I said, you absolutely are not doing that. See? Grand tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will my say, son like, the other day wanted to start a Twitter account. And I was like, the hell you will. <laughs> um, but like for me, like, I mean, the, the younger guys in the media always need to whatever, scratch and claw a little more. But like Jason Greggers, I mean, probably the reason I'm working for Oilers Nation, right? Like if it wasn't for him sort of making the connection and introducing, introducing me to this, like probably wouldn't have started. Same thing at like TSN for me. Like if Matt Iwanek didn't like give a shit about me and like didn't care about my career, like probably wouldn't have a job there either. So it is Matt a big part Iwanek. of like, Where's he? What do you mean, Matt Awanek? Yeah. He's working at the radio station. He's the boss. Oh, you see, I don't listen because I don't have a yeah. ham radio. That's fair. A lot of people <laughs> a lot of people have that <laughs> issue. Um, mm-hmm. That's why podcasts are uh, the way things are going now. Um, all right, back to Oilers training camp. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins on a line with Connor McDavid. Keeping him off the dry settle Yamamoto line. Is that a good move or is that a bad move? Dave Tippett just wants to hurt my fucking feelings. None of this shit matters. They never stay in a line together for more than 30 fucking seconds of gameplay. That is all true, but I just, uh, like, I think... Have I, I said that, that it matters. matters. Go, go to dailyfaceoff.com regularly because it matters right. so much. That's right. What is wrong? What's your beef with him playing with McDavid? I just want that line that was so fucking good yeah. to start off 2020 back yeah. together. Yeah. Nuge, Drysaddle, Yamamoto. They were oh the best lead, They were the best line in the NHL. And I don't know. I like. I get Connor needs some love, mm-hmm. but I also think that there are more options now to give Connor some love on that left side. Why not reunite the best line in the NHL? It doesn't make sense to me. When you watch the 06 Cup run, and I watched a fair number of the games that are on YouTube during this pandemic, because you know what else are you going to do? They actually left the lines together for an extended period of time, and chemistry could develop. And I don't know if like it's a reverse engineered problem of the reason why they couldn't do that for the last say 14 years was because they were shit for so many years and had to change it up or if something fundamentally has changed in the game. But those lines in the playoffs, they rolled the same lines almost the whole time, barring injuries. Sorry, did you say in 06? Yeah. Yeah, well, because they were rolling. Of course, yeah. you don't need to blend it up if you're rolling. They were rolling. But then but, why would you change up the hottest line in the league? That's my point. They were rolling. If you're to do it, now, if you're going to give it a try, now's the time. But you know, why would they change it last yeah, but they're year, saying, though? They're saying, JR, why would you do it? Like Last year. Not, like I know that he, everybody understands that the, the time is now, but why? Explain why they would do it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't think that you don't build chemistry with, with anything in any way by constantly changing that. Practice. Exactly. It's like, you know, it's like having, yeah, I don't know. Because I think it's worth a gamble. It's not even a gamble. It's worth a try right now. We're talking about putting nudes with McDavid. Yeah, you're talking about a gamble of reuniting the hottest line in the league That's, 12 but, months ago? You're, Paul, you're talking about putting nudes with McDavid, which is unreal. Now, Drysdale will be at Yamamoto, who they're planning is probably going to take a step. You don't need as much firepower now on that line. And give Ennis a try, who is totally capable of contributing. It's just an experiment. It's just training camp. I just think that it's like if it's not broken, why why try and fix it? Yeah, but it just being training camp. If they start the season that way, I'll look to them and be like, because I always hate when they when when they play blender with the lines. I've always hated it. I, I feel like you take you take what people build and you just throw it away and you make the and, and like the first sign of um, any type of struggle within that line. Yeah, like change it up. 
Change it yeah, up. And, 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 and the, the way things become the strongest is, sure, that line's moving along and it's doing great, and then it goes through some struggle. It's going to come out the other end of that struggle stronger. So why switch it up in the struggle? You're basically taking away their opportunity to become better as a line. And for what? And, 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 and when you do that, not only are you doing it to that line, but you're clearly doing it to another line. Maybe that other line didn't have chemistry, but why fuck with the line that does? I'll never understand it. And the experiment is to try to make legitimately a serious one-two punch. The theory before was just McDavid is, is the first punch. Great. Now the second line will be stacked, so they're gonna they're gonna mesh and Yamamoto turned out. But now's the time to try to like like add like a legitimate like give give McDavid someone to play with who is offensively minded and gifted like Nuge. And let's give Drysdale two guys to, that that they've got a lot of upside to see what they can do as a one two punch as opposed to just being a one punch with kind of like a counter punch, if you will. Like so let's, you're in let's you're in Chuck right now. Yeah. If, if let's just say we start the season right now, mm-hmm. top six would be, and, and top six was uh, Nuge, Dreisaitl, and um, Yamamoto on the second line. And the first line would be McDavid. I just don't. No, right, don't right now, if we started the season based on what we saw today, it would be Nuge and Hopkins with McDavid and Cassian, and it would be Ennis with Dreisaitl and Yamamoto. Can I just, uh, can I interrupt for a second? Yes. This conversation makes me very happy. Oh yeah, because oh, we're arguing about yeah. we're arguing about line combinations for real hockey, as yeah. opposed to having four months of sweet fuck all to talk about. And I think, my I annoyance, think moving, I think moving Ennis to second line and putting uh, moving Ennis to the first line and putting Nuge on the second line in order to keep that line together makes more sense than switching well, them up. To be fair, there's also a bunch of guys, a handful of guys that are uh, unfit to play as well today. Dominic Cahoon being a guy who will probably play in the top six at some point. So I don't know what unfit to play means. Again, that's just a blanket statement again. But Listen, are, if you're looking for a surefire home run for a lineup addition, I've got it. He's a little bit long in the tooth. He isn't quite where he was. He may have <laughs> lost a step. But a 44-year-old <laughs> Ryan Smith would look unbelievable with his old white skate he used to have. On mm. the top line with Connor McDavid, he will still stand in front of the net. You know what else? I, mean, I don't think you'd have to pay him as much as you'd think five, five and a half AAV. You know what else looks great regardless of age? Twig and Berry's nutsack underwear. Our friends wow. at Twig and Berry's, you can get fifteen percent off your order at twigandberries.ca by using the promo code Nation fifteen. They got their own line of nutsack underwear. No judgment, no shaming, no fancy words. Just real men. They also have their ODR collection. They got a good sales section if you're like me and you like saving a little bit of money. But no matter what you pick out on twigandberries.ca, promo code NATION15 gets you 15% off. Check them out. Good local company. Always good to support local. Uh, my counter argument to using the blender and you know mixing up lines and all that is sometimes being a coach that'll do that, it keeps players on edge, man. Like They can't get comfortable. They know that if they have three bad shifts, they're probably going to get moved off that top line. And especially when you're running with Connor McDavid, where there's a couple different guys there. I don't know. Sometimes I think it can be good to, to kind of make players okay. know, like you need to always be at your best or I will not hesitate to pull you okay, off. But so you don't, you don't think that there's an opportunity that if that happens where you're not producing on the first line, you take somebody from the third line who's the best of the bottom six and you bring him up, leaving the second line still intact, a line that we all know works, was once the best in the NHL for a period. I, I like, do. I, I agree. I want to see Nugent Hopkins with Yamamoto and Dreisaitl. Uh-huh. I think that's a great line. I think Connor McDavid can kind of produce anywhere. And I think by building up that really, really good second line, 
you're giving other teams coaches a nightmare. It's do you want to try shut down the best line in hockey or do you want to try shut down the best player in hockey? You pick. And the other the other line's going to get a gravy matchup. For sure. You take Smitty, put him on the top line. You get him to go long-term, maybe three, four years, come down on his price a bit. Other other than power play, other than power play where McDavid's passing around and all this, there's not very many times where I see him score goals. And I, and I may be wrong, but when I vision McDavid scoring a goal, it's wheeling through neutral zone, getting the yeah. blue line, and scoring. Yeah. It's not, it's not they get it deep and him and his line mates work, work it out front to him or he works it out front to one of them. It, it It's not the way that he plays. And so, like, I don't know. He the, does the, his they, damage that, off like, the rush, yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. Move, yeah. You can move guys. You can, you can, you can uh, give guys, um, you know, credit by moving them up from the third. I just think there's a ton of ways to do it to solidify that first line and make it really formidable without fucking with a known asset. Yeah. But, but Chalmers, you can always, you, you, it's a known asset. So it's totally fine in training camp to mix it up and try different things to see how it looks and how it works and maybe even give it a few games. You know you can go back to that line. You're not yes, killing that line. but it takes time for them to get back to where they were. And even if they lose it and they work through it to get back to where they were, that's more that that has more long term effect in the good way than for them to get split up, have to come together and learn it again, just to find struggle maybe later. But you know, the next time they find struggle after the first time, if they work through it and become strong, they're better equipped to do it the second time, and it's going to take less time. I I, I mean I just. I, there's no, there's nothing you can say to me right now to say that they shouldn't be playing together. Nothing. Hey, I respect that. I'm saying now, I'm saying that line is fantastic, but now's the time to try something else. Because, like I said, if you can have two first lines, if we can establish two real solid first lines, as opposed to having a first line, second line. Like, yes, McDavid is tough to defend against, but if we can make his line crazy lethal, and have Drysaddle make his line crazy lethal, because we we have the we have the two literally one and two best players in the league, so let's try to build the two best lines in the league at the same time. Yes, that's I would, the experiment I'm saying. I would argue Nathan McKinnon's probably the second best player in the NHL, but I mean, coming off last oh, year. Oh, what yeah. about what about what about Speedy Jumbo Joe with uh, Freddie Mercury Holy and Mitch Marner though? That's not going to be one of the best lines in the NHL. Oh, Lord. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see. I am already sick of that being jammed down our throats. Me too. I I can't wait to see his foot speed in the beginning of the season. I hope he's working on it. Straight up. Like, Jumbo Joe seems like a great guy and, you know, Hall of Famer, all that stuff. But he's also in his 40s now. If any other team was doing that, they would be getting ripped and laughed at. But the Leafs went out this offseason and brought in a bunch of big, slow guys in a league that's getting faster, and everyone's like, oh, that's exactly what they needed. But it's like, why do they keep doing the like Patrick Marlowe thing where they bring in this old guy, and then they put young guys with them to like mentor, and now they just switched up Patrick Marlowe for Joe Thornton. Like, like why? Is, is how many games until like, Joe Thornton's on the fourth line? I mean, I, mean, I think he, it could work. It could work for a little bit, but I don't think it's going to work all year. And I certainly the like. Blender. I wouldn't bet on it working by any means. Like, um, Joe's probably uh, Joe still thinks and sees the game at a crazy high level. Probably passes like crazy. His speed isn't there, but he does. He he never was a speed guy, anyways. Like I don't know. Who knows, man? 
Last year, the last two years, Joe Thornton has averaged just over 15 minutes per night, which is not first line minutes. No. I guess my, my question for you, M. Chuck, is this. Mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky got a hole-in-one in California, correct? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> is that the height of his athletic accomplishment? Probably, yeah. How many? Can you think of anything he's done that's better than that? How many golfers no. uh, nail a hole in one? Like an average golfer, um, one in ten thousand, isn't it? Isn't that the number? One no. in ten thousand? Like uh, average golfers? That can't be right. Oh, one in ten thousand golfers? I well, I guess I I golf with golfers. I know lots of people with hole in one. Really? I don't know. I, I always thought that was the number that popped out for the. Yeah, you have two, don't you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Dave's got two. <laughs> yeah, Dave's too cool. <laughs> Connor says zero. You can tell by his voice. Hey, Wanya, can you, do you like how much how into hockey I am right now? Yeah, it's awesome, Connor. What happened to the NFL? It's the World Juniors, and honestly, I am excited for this season. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, if there's because, one thing I've started to interrupt you, John, if there's one thing I hope you've learned in the last three months, is oh, that hockey is required to make the long winter nights palatable. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been like, well, might as well shut it down. Look at my watch, 7.15. Like, what the fuck? Uh, we need hockey. We absolutely need hockey. I've really been enjoying the later rounds of the World Juniors. And just talking about it, HockeyCanada.ca forward slash 50-50. Right now, as we're recording 10-2 to 2 on a Monday, $3.9 million on 50-50. Hello. Woo. That's pretty hey, wait, good. But didn't it roll over? It went unclaimed from New Year's to the, to the second. and. I thought it rolled over. How is it not up? I think they didn't they take one of the pots and split it up and like disperse it and spread it out a little. Uh, The three point nine Chalmers has now been claimed. Yeah. Okay. Good. Lucky guy. Oh, I see. This. Oh, you know what? You're right. The three point eight from New Year's Eve went unclaimed, and then that got rolled over, which was claimed by a young man named Colin Cameron. Job, Colin. Man. Uh, yeah. Mental note: kidnapped. What? No. no. <laughs> when it comes to the yeah, World yeah. Juniors, I agree, Bag Milk. Like the hockey's gotten really, really good. There, like that Russia Germany game in the quarterfinals, that was a great finish. In that one, the Canada game against the Czech Republic, that was tighter than I kind of thought it would be. Um, there was some really, really good hockey being played. And tonight, I mean, by the time most people listen to this podcast, the game's probably going to be over. But I'm incredibly excited for Canada to Russia. Like when these two you teams know, play, man, it's always it, unreal. Give us the rundown. You wrote about it today. Well, it's nation.com. Yeah, I mean, this like both teams just seem to match up really, really well. And heading into the tournament, I, I would have said that Russia gets an advantage potentially because of the goaltending. But I mean, Devin Levi's been potentially the story of this World Juniors. He's been unreal. He's a goals against average of like .64. Like it's nuts how good he's been playing. I'd have to say that my story and the thing that I like the most um, is like the effect of international players like Leon Dreisaitl. When you look at the top five yeah. in the world juniors right now you have an american a canadian and then three germans that is something that you would never have seen before and like they're good like this this what that one elias kid was buzzing that game like yeah i don't know i that's the kind of thing i love i like i know they got beat 10 nothing <laughs> i or whatever it was uh, but, well, well, they had but nine man, players did they, yeah. did they show i know exactly and i know there was there was other factors towards that but I like seeing them in a really tight game against Russia. It made me really like think about what you know five to ten years of the World Juniors would look like. And just well, think about and my son. I didn't. So my son was asking me like, "Are the Czechs good?" And I'm like, "So the Czechs are good. 
but they used to be amazing because they now have two good teams that used to be one, right, when they were Czechoslovakia. And now they've split to be the Czech Republic and Slovakia. And I'm like, think about that, son. Like, they were, they now have two teams that can compete, right, in a small country like this. I think, I don't know. I like, I'm, I like the, where, where it's going with teams like Germany and yep. Switzerland, even. I mean, there is some kids on Switzerland and Austria that look like, you know, how when kids, people just don't look right in equipment? Like the equipment, they just don't look like real hockey players, kind of thing. It's that Euro flair. Yeah, they have a couple of players like that where you're like, did they know that you were that size when they gave you that jersey? Like it almost covers your pants. What I guess is, my question, Chalmers, is do you call your kid son while you're talking to him? Like you're in the Old Testament. I call him son a lot. Yeah, I say son. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Are dad, you like my dad told me son a lot? Really? Yeah. The voice of wisdom. Yeah. Really. Well, I'm kind of sick because their names are Luke and Logan, and I rarely get it right the first time. I'm, I don't know why. <laughs> it's like that slip you have with the name. So I just, yeah, I call him son, bud. Interesting. Bud, hey, bud. bud. So hey, bud. To, to your Germany comment, the Ottawa fucking Senators Whew. are going to be so hard to play against. Man. That's Stutzel, they, man. They're a fucking loaded. Oh, my God. Stutzel is so good. He's dry side of 2.0. Ottawa's going to do better than everyone thinks. Yep. That's my hot take. I, I actually think if I could bet on Ottawa just not coming last, I think I might do it if you gave me decent enough odds because I don't think it's a lock that they come last in this division, man. No, I bet you they can come in third or fourth. Uh, I wouldn't call them a playoff team. I, I still don't really like their goaltending too much. But I think How does it work for playoffs? Top four. top four. Ooh, I would bet on them to make playoffs. You would bet on the Ottawa Senators to make the playoffs? Yeah, what's the juice? Because uh, the, the, there's yeah, value need, there. I, I need good. Yeah, I would need Everyone's good. Everyone's shitting on Ottawa like we shat on fucking Vegas in their first season. No, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, I cannot wait to start doing some hockey betting. The old oh. football, winning the old football pick them. It's, it's got the itch going. My commitment, my commitment to our listeners is I want to try to become Puckline Jesus. Puckline <laughs> Jesus. What is that? That's, that's so if you bet on the puck line, that means they have to win by two. Uh-huh. So it pays pays bigger juice. I'm a juice. I'm a juice chaser, right? Um, so uh, uh, let yeah. me just also add this. Uh, last time we did the pod and we talked about where the Oilers were to win the division, they were plus five hundred. They're now plus five seventy five to win the North Division, and I can't find anywhere they've gone. Their their odds have gotten better for like yeah. The Oilers' odds have gotten better. I'm trying to find if I can get the Senators to make the playoffs, but I'm not seeing it on the first book I'm looking at here. And I'm yeah, doing this. Live. I would I I would bet that. I I they're think just, they're going to be better. I I don't think their goaltending's good, and I don't think their blue line is good enough to make Matt Murray look good all of a sudden. So that would be my concern. But I think that forward group's going to be really exciting, and they got some good players okay. there. Um, and everyone just loves to, power. yeah, like you said, everyone just loves to write them off and sort of be like, you know, spit yeah. on them and go, ah, they're coming last. Stupid. Well, centers, if someone out there can find, if someone out there can find a book that's got, um, uh, that's got Ottawa to make the playoffs, let me know because I'm, I'm, I'm going to sprinkle some, some they, cabbage on. Like it. for Ottawa, just to pump their tires a little bit, they also have the benefit of having zero pressure. Which I think probably helps a lot. Remind, okay, keep in mind that I I'm, I I don't listen to every single thing. But are you saying to me that like this kid's going to go straight from World Juniors to like the Senators camp? He are, he's going to make the team. He's playing. Did you not see his here. interview? Okay. He flew to Ottawa the night they were eliminated. I think. 
Um, yeah, he's he's ready to go, man. Yeah, he's he's ready. Uh, there he's are ready odds out on the Oilers season opener against Vancouver. Edmonton Jim on the Jimmy. puck line, plus 230. Puck line Jesus, thought What? Edmonton on the puck line, minus a goal and a half, is paying plus 230. Uh, I know it's home opener. It can't, you can't, puck line Jesus says, <laughs> play the money line. <laughs> money line minus one. No, man, if you're going to play the money line, play the puck line. Fuck it. No, no, you no. parlay, you parlay the money line with. A what have you people turned into? What I will guarantee you, though. What have you people turned into? I feel like I fell into a staff room in hit the over. Atlantic City. The casino. That game is going to hit the over. That game is going to be uh, unless the what, unless it's like six. I, that, that, a, that's that's going to be a four three five four like game. It's going to be awesome. Right now, I'm also looking at one Jay. You'll like this one. Connor plus four fifty to win the heart. Ooh, Leon, Leon? Pl- Leon plus nine fifty. It's amazing well, you're uh, defending Hart Trophy winner, and there's a teammate with twice as good of odds as you. Yeah. Do. <laughs> I think that's yeah, fair Connor, though. Connor's, it's, uh, it's hard Connor's to win plus that three twenty to win the Art Ross. I like that too. I my biggest regret right now. I took him to get over eighty two and a half points at even or a, over eighty and a half points at even money, and that was dumb of me. I should have just put that money right on him to win the Art Ross. Because I mean, Stanley if, he, if he gets over Stanley eighty Cup points, Oilers are, Stanley Cup Oilers are plus twenty four hundred. Damn. Oh, I got. So I'm I'm right now legitimately in between sport books. I'm t- this sports book I use is really shitty for football because I can't parlay over unders with um mm. with anything like. So yeah, it stopped doing it. Hey, what the hell was that about? It was doing it up until three weeks ago, and now it won't do it. Oh, are we on the same book? Uh cool bet. Nope. Hey, if anyone's saying betting shit in here, I better be getting paid. Oh, oh Odd Shark, Odd Shark represents the book That's I the use. One. Yeah, if you go, so, to- yeah, Odd Shark's not the sports book. Odd, Odd Shark is like the odds aggregator and information tool that we use to help us be a better better. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I that believe right. is the Thank you for getting my ad read in is, is, is the way to, to play it. But uh, anyway, so I there's all these withdrawal options. And I I took the uh, e, e tra- email transfer the e transfer like it said like the interact e transfer mm-hmm. and that was yesterday at like one p.m. and I haven't seen an email yet. Hmm. I got a lot of money. Well, for me, a lot of money um, coming my way. So I need to get that in time so I can load up my next book for uh, for the hockey season. What a uh, bunch of DJs we've turned into on oh, the yeah, podcast. Absolutely. Not me. Not me. Um, no, get one bet of. You know what? Fuck it. It's the start of the season. Bet with your fucking crazy heart. I'm not going to advise the puck, puck, the best puck line for the Oilers, but I'm just going to do it just to kick things off. Because you know, I, I wrote about this on Sunday on the Nation. It's we've finally, after months of waiting, it's fucking Kool Aid season, and I'm yeah. drinking it down like yeah. I haven't had any liquids in months. Down I love go. this part. Yeah. Puck line Oilers with the over. That'll probably say, what, plus 600? It'd probably get pretty close to that. Or you take the take the extended over, right? Like, go, like, six and a half goals because it's set at five and a half. Take the extra goal and puck line and then have yourself a hell of an opening night for the Edmonton Oilers. And then bet my, all my bank on the first season and just live and die by day one. <laughs> yeah. and if I, all in, it's going to be great. Opener. How's oh, well. the year going to go? 
And uh, then, uh, yeah, and then take all my winnings and put it on the Oilers and win the cup. We are going <laughs> to get uh, a lot more into betting on Thursday when we're joined by Scott Hastings. Uh, he's going to get me all set up for betting on my Buffalo Bills in the playoffs. I'm wearing my new Bills hat. Good man. Oh yeah, yeah like, that's, a, that's a retro what was, design. Uh, I like it. What was the finals in the Pick'em after the weekend? I don't even remember who I bet on. Uh, so the finals in the Pick'em, as a group, we ended up splitting it. So we, two of us got them right, two of us got them wrong. I nailed mine, New Orleans, and I think you got yours right too, Bag Milk. Um, I'm checking ah, champion. Chalmers lost because he had Arizona and they were terrible. Um, yeah. And Jay, you had Dallas. So our record on the year ends at 33, 34, and one. Scott Hastings went two and one again. So his record for the regular season ends at 22, 14, and oh. But we're gonna keep doing that through the playoff rounds here in uh, in the NFL. That comes up on Thursday, next Monday. I've made the decision it will be an all-predictions episode of the Real Life Podcast for the upcoming hockey season. So I'll send you guys like 10 things, and we'll all give our predictions for them. We'll get nice and stoked. I'll keep track of them as well. I never so would have predicted you'd say that. <laughs> Put that in your list, list boy. Changing gears again, I do see the Oilers just sent out a notice to season ticket holders today that they still have no idea when packages will be available but you season ticket holders will have first dibs when that happens ah. 2021 baby i'll go in a hazmat suit mm-hmm. all right that's what's coming up over the next couple episodes of the real life podcast we are nine days away from the season opener for the edmonton oilers and i am personally very very excited for that uh this has been episode 224 or 244 my bad of the real life podcast brought to you by oodle noodle 14 locations in edmonton remember 10 percent of all in-store and curbside pickup proceeds go towards a local charity and our friends at Twig and Berries. You can save 15% with the promo code NATION15, twigandberries.ca. Guys, thanks for giving me an hour of your time. Mm-hmm. You're all right, You're boys. Right, Perfect. All right, this episode's over. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.